going on, brother? How much, man? How are you? Good, good, man. Good. It's uh, we got to chat a little bit earlier, uh, right before we started recording some of this stuff, and the joys of business that people have no idea what happens. Um, people have no idea how difficult things are. And um, one common thing that you were mentioning, and we'll dive into your story, obviously, here in a second, but every single business owner that I talk to, it's tough right now because nobody can find help. And um, nobody can, uh, it seems like, really find people that care as much as they did pre-pandemic. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge right now. Business is tough. Yeah, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to find people that actually, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to find, you know, the employees that are that are going to care about your business as much as you do, yep. obviously. Um, even 50% is, 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 is a good thing, you know, to, to find someone that, you know, just goes that extra mile for you that, you know, when you're not there, you can trust them to, you know, do the things that you would want them to do when you were there, standing in front of them. And, um, you know, since the pandemic, it is definitely uh, a very, very you know, much non-existent right now. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's like when the, when the guards ain't, you know, in the jail, the, the prisoners are running it and they're just doing whatever yeah. they want. And, um, you, you know, it wasn't like that so much, uh, previous to this and, you know, not sure why it is like that now. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I think as, as we progress in life as business people, as entrepreneurs, as, as young men, and we're trying to build what we're trying to build. And we have such a grand vision on trying to, first and foremost, create something, but also take care of people along the way. And that's what you were mentioning earlier was just like how you how you just t try to take care of people. And, um, you know, I, in my experiences and every single person that I've hired in the past that's no longer with us took it took extreme advantage of me. And it's it's the shittiest feeling in the entire world, because I know where my vision is. And I know that when I get to where I'm going, the people that helped me along the way are going to be very well taken care of. And whenever you feel betrayed in some capacity or you feel that something didn't happen the way that it should, it stings a little bit different and it's hard to shake that a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that, you know, when, you know, when employees or, or, or people, you know, some people's, you know, with the thought of a, of a business owner is you're a millionaire, you know, you have more money than you can spend and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not the case. I mean, you know, we're living pay to pay, you know, sometimes more than these employees. I mean, you know, some of these nights that, you know, a bartender walks out with $450, that's more than I made that night. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't see $450 and, you know, I, f I feel like, you know, they get so hyped up on, you know, the owner aspect of, of who, what you are. They don't know that, you know, I'm there, you know, before you guys get there, after you leave, and, you know, the glorious stuff that you think that it comes with being an owner isn't always the case. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a grind. I mean, it's definitely a grind. And, you know, I want to put people in the right positions to, to help them, you know, in growth. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, maybe working for me is a stepping stone, but it's a good stepping stone, yeah. you know, and there's there's always room for improvements. And, you know, I'm the kind of person that wants to, you know, put you in that position and help you grow, mm -hmm. you know, and, and lead you in the right directions, you know further than you know what, what I could do for you yeah well I, I always tell people too whenever they and this was kind of my mantra whenever I started was look I I get that this probably won't be a career forever for you but what I can promise you is that you come in here and you kick ass and you do everything that you can 
I will make sure even the day you want to leave, I'll make sure you have an opportunity somewhere else if I can help you. You're going to meet a lot of people through my network, through the business, through the relationships you're meeting. Just be upfront. And hey, this is what I'm doing because I did it to people. I quit my job. Well, I got fired from my job, but essentially it's the same thing, right? I walked away from something. So out of all people, I have no room to ridicule anybody who wants to leave and go do something if you feel it's better for yourself. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm the same way. I mean, you know, I didn't start, you know, my first job wasn't a business owner, you know, so, you know, everyone you know, kind of finds their niche wherever it is. And, you know, if you can, if I can teach you some, you know, tricks of the trade along the way and, you know, kind of give you some guidance of how I messed up and failed along the way, which I have plenty of times, you know, if I can save you that, you know, that energy in your life that, you know, is, is falling on your face, you know, the same way I did. And you can kind of, you know, don't, don't kind of, you know, do what I did, but kind of do the better version of how I did it. Great, you know, yeah. and I, and I and I don't mind showing anyone the way because, you know, I feel like anyone can can achieve anything they set their mind to, yeah. you know. But if you want it in a week or a month, you ain't getting it. Yeah, you know, you want to be what I, you know, if you want to, you know, drive the nice cars and you know own the buildings, it's it's just not an overnight success. Yeah. It's never gonna be. And it, and it comes with. It comes with scars that you just can't explain and you can't explain them unless you live through it. And that's what I try to tell people all the time is like, look, if if you want to get into business, by all means, do it. It's the best education you could have. It has made me a better human being. It has made me want to work harder. I, I It also made me realize that th- I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my passion. And even in the darkest of dark times, I'm like, dude, if I had to do something else, like I'm, I'm not supposed to even be alive at that point because I, I literally enjoy this. I love the product. Um, problem solving, putting processes in place, seeing what works, watching them fail. And then, okay, that didn't work. Try something else and try something else. And um, I think that's the biggest thing is we live in such a world where Instagram, Facebook, look at the surface, look at all this shit that's going on that I have this or I have that. But, you know, most people are living in debt. Most people can't, you know, can't live past one month of pay or one payroll. And if they miss that, they're in a bad spot, but they're having the $500 belts, the thousand dollar shoes. And, and look, I get it early on when I was 22, 23, I lived that a little bit and, and it, it, it mentally wore me out. And I just quickly realized that's not the path of life or happiness. And it just makes your life worse. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know, absolutely right. I mean, but you know, it's, it's, it's the culture we live in. I mean, you know, the Kardashians, everyone's keeping up. I mean, yeah. they have a show about it, you know, just because, you know, and that's what I think people think that, you know, that's the way they, they should live a life. And, you know, to get there, I mean, it's, there's so many steps to, you know, get to that avenue. I mean, for every, you know, one person that becomes famous out of nowhere, there's millions that, that didn't, you know, and I was the same way. I mean, I feel, you know, I, I feel like, you know, when I, you know, first, you know, got my first like decent job and, you know, career as that. I mean, I still have it, you know, the, the bread job, you know, which I want to talk about that in a little bit here too. You know, I, I, you know, I'm living at home with my mom and it's the first time I'm actually really making money. And, you know, I, I go out and buy like, you know, an Escalade and, you know, and a Benz and I'm, I'm living at home with my mother. I'm living in the basement. How old were you? You know, I was, um, 26 years old okay you know and i i'm you know i'm not ashamed to say i i i lived at home when i was in my 30s good for you you know and you know was it was it was it me that wanted to live at home was it you know 
my family that wanted me to stay at home, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I you know, it's Italian family. We're super close knit. And, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to impress anybody on that aspect. I mean, I don't, you know, everything I've done, I don't need a big house on the hill right now to, mm-hmm. to, to make, you know, somebody, you know, think that I'm cooler than I am, you know? Yeah. I like nice cars, you know, so be it. But, you know, I, it's not to, it's not to impress anyone. It's to, you know, make, make my 13, 14 hour days worthwhile. Yeah. You know, it, it, there has to be some, some substance in there that, you know, wants to make you keep doing this every day. Yeah. I, I, um, my dad is always like, you know, when I buy something new, he's like, what are you doing with that? You know, my dad's in his early seventies and just to grow up in a different time. Right. Like it was just, the world was just different then. And, you know, it's no, a car or something like that is not a, a quote investment, but in my eyes it is because I look at it from a standpoint, I sleep for how many hours a night? Five hours, six hours. Okay, cool. I'm in my house for how many hours? Five hours, whatever. And then the rest, I'm on the go. Yeah. And whenever I get in and out of a vehicle, I've always had higher end cars. I've always had nicer cars, probably for sure above my means at the time. And then, but but what it did for me psychologically was it allowed me to, it allowed me to keep pushing. And it allowed me that every time I get into that vehicle, it said, okay, keep going, like keep fighting and keep building this. And, um, yeah, did it make my life harder? And I, now looking back, if I would have did it a little bit differently, what's five years of not riding in something nice and you drive something a little less expensive and save the money. N- now I have that mindset of like, dude, just be smart. Um, cause I'm trying to build something massive and you have to be really strategic with that, but I don't regret any of it. No, I mean, neither do I. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I heard no so many times growing up, I mean, I didn't get a driver's license. So I was like 18 years old and my first car till maybe 20, but I was trying to get cars 18, 19, 20, you know, and I didn't have no credit, you know, I, you know, here, here's something that I, that I wish, you know, growing up, you know, in, in high school or, or, you know, college or, or wherever, you know, you end up, you know, they don't teach you that, you know, don't, when you're 18 years old and you're broke, don't open up every credit card yeah. and max them out. You know, they don't teach you that, uh, you know, your credit score is uh, way, way more effective in your life than, than, than you realize, you know, I, you know, I, I'm 18 and I, I, and I thought it was cool to open up a Walmart credit card for 200 bucks and spend it. I didn't have, you know, without a job, you know, I, there was no, you know, I think, you know, I, I still have trouble writing checks. Yeah. I, I've never, I never had to do it growing up. So, you know, there, you know, I feel like if there needs to be something for these, you know, this younger generation that, you know, maybe so much, you know, out of high school colleges and for them, but, you know, living, you know, living, you know, by yourself or, you know, knowing these, these things, you know, that you don't fall on your face at at 18, 19, you know, there's some guidance to, you know, simple, simple things. I think, you know, if you look at, if you look at school and middle school, high school, all that stuff, and then you, you know, college, if anybody goes to college, right? You look at things and you realize the the stuff that you learned how much are you going to learn and utilize the Pelagrium theorem or whatever the hell that was? Like I was talking to my dad the other on uh, over the weekend. I was, I was helping out with the pool and doing stuff. And I was like telling him, I was dad, I didn't like college did nothing for me. What college did for me was obviously put me in debt. Okay. Fair. Right. That's your passage to get to adulthood in some paths that you go. But what it did for me was the life lessons and the education on growth and being away and which was far more valuable than anything. But 
in my professional world, I, I don't have the memory or the, or the brain power to remember those things that we went through in college. And my mind doesn't operate that way. So for me, essentially college really was useless other than the life skills of being away and, and being on your own. You know, maybe growing up a little faster and, and, and you know, feeding yourself and, yeah. and your laundry and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, becoming, a, if, if there's no, you know, you know, influencer in your life, you know, at that age, you know, and knowing what you want to do, you know, I was super confused. I mean, barely graduating high school. Where, I, where did you go to high school? Out to Central. Catholic. That's right. That's how you knew Derek. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I took it, you know, for granted. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, a book smart is not me. I, I have never been book smart. Um, you know, I, I have, was it, know, was it more of a, I, I not a, not you didn't apply as much to the books because I mean, it just wasn't an interest. I mean, honestly, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, you know, when you're not interested in something, you don't care. Yep. You know, I, I passed high school because the teachers liked me. You know, I, I, my personality yep. kind of shined through of you know who I was. Um, I did go to college. You know, my my mom actually worked at Pitt, so college is free. Oh, you good know? for you, dude. I didn't go. So, I mean, so, <laughs> so I did, you know, I have, I attempted four different times. Yeah. Um, I would rather have, you know, I'd be going to class and I'm like, you know, I'm not going today. I'm going to McDonald's up the street in Northside. I, I went to CCAC. I tried, you know, a bunch of different times. I could have went to Pitt for free. My mom's, you know, been worked to pit for so long that they actually grandfathered yeah. her contract. I could have went anywhere for There's a lot of faculty work. that if you work at a university or staff, whatever, faculty, staff, you, you know, any position, I believe. Right. For, right for most schools, so yeah, I mean, her she was there so long that like I could have went to Duquesne. They would they would help pay you know Pitt's portion of it or whatever. But you know it it wasn't for me. I mean, I I pretended like I wanted to go. You know, I tried to go. The reason I tried to go is because everything you see is you know you need college. Yeah, you ain't gonna make it without it. You know, the only people that make it is you know you ain't gonna get a good job if you don't go to college. And you know that's kind of you know. What I want to show, like you know, kids these days, that you, know, you don't you don't have to be a drug dealer to be successful. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be a rapper, an NFL player, or go to college. I mean, you know, I'm not saying any of them things are bad things, and I'm not saying you know don't strive to be any of them things. Well, except a drug dealer, you know. But <laughs> but even that has turned into a fucking massively profitable right. Yeah, you know, if you can grow weed or, or whatever, yeah. I mean, that's a legal yeah. thing now. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's just you know. I, you know, in my mind, you know, I was, I was told, you know, you know, you need a college, you know, and, you know, some of the jobs that I was trying to get, you know, I, you know, I wanted, I didn't know really ever what I wanted to be, you know, I just kind of wanted to make money. I always worked, you know, I, even as, as a young kid as well, or I mean, I, my first job was like, um, at a marble place. I, you know, I helped install it probably at like 15, yep. um, I shoveled snow. Was that your, grass. your choice or did your, your, your my, family? So I always, you know, my thing was, you know, we, you know, um, I grew up, you know, on single mom, four kids. We moved in with my grand when I was like seven. Um, my, me, my aunt, my mom, um, my sisters, and then my mom was pregnant with my little brother. So, you know, it was, um, money wasn't, you know, a big thing. I mean, we, we grew up on, on, on love, you know, and that's, I couldn't ask for a better, a better childhood. Yep. You know what I mean? The way that, you know, it was tough love, you know? Um, you know, I remember, you know, <laughs> growing up and, you know, I mean, I, I probably had a, a smart mouth, uh, you know, it's all women and me, Of course. you know, I'm the only guy in this house, you know, young, you know, 
the things I wanted, we, we couldn't get. I heard no a lot, you know, we just didn't have the funds to do the things, you know, yeah. I had other friends that, you know, were single, you know, their, their parents were single kids yep. and they knew shoes every month. Well, especially at, at central Catholic, right? It's you get in high school and you have people that are probably pretty wealthy that are going to school there. Right. I mean, even in grade school, I went to St. Rayfield. I went, okay. to, I went yeah. to a Catholic school in Morningside yep. and um, you know, you, you'd see more of it. And, you know, I, so, you know, my mom, you know, she was tough. I mean, you know, I, I got beat, you know, my yeah. mom, four, you know, four foot 11, a hundred pounds. And, um, she didn't take, you know, she didn't take no shit. I mean, she, you know, I, I seen the hustle in her, you know, being able to send me to Catholic school, even though she went without, I mean, super without, you know, yep. everything, you know, to make sure that, you know, we, we got what we needed, you know, now I'm not saying it was over and beyond what we needed because it wasn't, you know, but, but, you know, there wasn't no car when I was 16. There was no, you know, $50,000 in the bank to start life, but there was food on the table. There was, I mean, love and support, you know, and, and that's kind of all you can ask for, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I didn't have that, I mean, who knows, you know, who knows what it would have been. I think that is the most underrated aspect of life. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, when I, when I was young, I had no idea the financial situation that my family was in. Um, I thought we were very wealthy when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, the story that I was looking out of that the front door and I was, you know, elementary schoolish age and I see the car getting towed out of the driveway and I'm like, Oh, cool. It's going to the mechanic. Right. And it was getting repossessed. And I didn't know that stuff until I was out of college. And, but, but I felt like we were one of the wealthiest families growing up because my parents made us feel that way and they they took us to all the sport events they they never missed uh you know practices or this or that and and then i look at at people in today's world and i see some of the wealthiest people ever that are the most unhappy people ever and i look at it and i'm like man a i never i don't care the amount of wealth i ever uh, end up accruing over time I just want to be a better version of who I am that helps more people out in that situation. You know what I see a lot of, I see, you know, I, I guess there's like, obviously there's multiple ways that families love their kids, but you know, the, the, the way I see it, you know, a lot of the time is, you know, not all the time, but you know, wealthier families, they show their kids love with money, with gifts and money. Yeah. You know, it's not love, you know, now, you know, is it the wrong way? You know, I, I can't say it is or it isn't, you know, you know, I'm happy the way that, you know, that I was brought up, you know, it's it tough, you know, when I'm talking back to my mom and there's no, I had no, you know, actual male role model, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. So she'd call the priest. I'd, I'd be having to go see the priest once a week yep. and, you know, talking to him because I back talked my mother, Yeah. you know, so, you know, I think the things she did, you know, kind of made me, you know, you know, as much, like you said, as much money as I make too, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the upbringing of, of, I'll, you know, I'll be humble and, you know, want to help people because, you know, I think that's what you're supposed to Absolutely, do. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I mean, if, if, you know, if, if I, out of my friend group, if I'm the only one that has money, what's the fun of it? Yep. You know, and if I'm the only one who can go to these dinners, I don't mind helping people because, you know, it's, it's not fun if you're the only one with it. You know, right. that's why, you know, any endeavors I do, I, I try to get people I know involved in it because, you know, if it does hit successfulness, I'm what a better group than your friends. Take, you know, take a ride, yeah. you know, take the ride with it. And, you know, obviously not everything's going to work out, but, you know, chances are, are, are always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, man. So, 
So, you know, I, I know a couple ventures that you have with your businesses. You know, your hands are in a couple different pots right now. And also you, you're you still delivering with Breadworks, right? So I work with Nichols. Or Nichols, okay. Yeah, I've been a, I've been a union bread guy for uh, for 12 years. Yeah, good for you, dude. Yeah, it's, you know, it's... How, how old are you now? I'm 36. Okay. Yeah. Because we're the same age then. Yeah. It's... it's um. Every day I hate it. I say I hate it every day, but I'll tell you this: I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without it. Yeah, you know, it's it it put me over. You know, it it's it's a stable living. You know, is is it a is it a great living? No, you're not rich. I mean, it's a union job. It's the benefits are great. Um, there's a pension one day. Um, it's job security. I mean, you know, I, I work every day, um, but it does like take away. You know. You wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, your your grind is is pretty crazy, man. That's a that's an early start. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's just kind of you know and and the thing with it is you know the crazy part is is I've worked two jobs with that job the whole time I've done it. Um, not actual two jobs. I mean I might have I've bounced forever. Um, you know a little bit everywhere. Um, but there, but there has always been little things I've done. You know. I bred dogs, you know, so, you know, I forget about that. The, yeah. the story's kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy where, you know, I, you know, I take an income tax return and, and I buy some dogs, you know, English bulldogs. And, you know, they, they take two years to, you know, even breed them. And then six months to, you know, have the puppies and do that. And, you know, even that, I mean, the, the work it took to just, they, they don't get pregnant naturally. They get artificially inseminated. You got it. When the puppies come out, you have to sit there every hour, for an, every two hours for an hour to feed these dogs because the mother's known to roll over and kill them. I mean, so these, I'm doing that while I'm waking up at three o'clock in the morning to try to, you know, I was always trying to, you know, to get over over this peak, you know, that, you know, it 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 takes money, you know. I guess what I'm learning now, you know, is it it does, you know, the more money you have, the the kind of easier it is to more make opportunities money, are, yeah, you know. Course. So I, I was trying to set myself up with opportunities then you know i took a you know I, I did this dog thing and it was crazy because i i, I get into these endeavors that i know nothing about yep. you know and i pretend like i just you know i'm not scared to take chances i'm not scared to spend money to to try to make more um it's probably failed more than it hasn't yeah, but of course. you know people don't you know sometimes people don't see that people don't see all your failures they just see like you know the the better things that that, that are going on in your life but you know i my first business was actually, I was 22 years old. I owned a tanning salon in Morningside. You know, I met a, a buddy that we were working at a gym together. And, you know, he he had won some money gambling on the Steelers when they won the Super Bowl. It really wasn't doing anything. We opened a tanning salon. Um, we didn't know that was at the, That was at the peak of, of when that stuff was booming, cool. right? Yeah, I mean, we... we Everybody were, did that then. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was cool. I mean, uh, so I actually like finally like gave the college thing up to like do this tanning salon and I, I learned more and you know the I owned it for two years but in the first six months I learned more than I'd ever would in college mm -hmm. you know just on the on the job owning the business kind of you know day-to-day -day life is you know just more than any college can ever teach you you know I you know it was I rented a building that I didn't own I put way too much money in the building I didn't own. The guy didn't give me, I didn't know. I just was going on what I thought I knew. You know, I made this guy's building. I put like 25,000 into a building that I didn't own. It was beautiful. Um, never gave me a stitch off rent. 
it was just like I thought I, I thought I knew what I was doing, you know. And I mean, the place was great. I redid a whole place, all new everything, and uh, you know, I spent too much money opening it up and I didn't have enough nest egg in the bank to enjoy my business so it was like every month a grind instead of you know the extra 10 grand in the bank to be you know to enjoy your business yep. for a while and you know that's some things that I didn't learn there's no one would no one taught me that it, it's it's very very difficult for the first man for the first four years of my clothing business man there were months where payroll comes and you're like I don't even have the eight to 10 to 12,000 in my bank account for payroll. So like we need to sell more suits so I could pay this month. And there were times where I had to call Alvin at the time when he worked with me and was like, Hey dude, you cool with getting paid uh, next week? I get a couple fittings. I could, I could put it in now. Right. And to, to do that for four or five years, then you have your own bills. You have, you know, the amount of times I would come home and, and I, I still look today. I, I don't know why I haven't cleaned off my front door in four years, but there's still the sticky from uh, the water company and the power company shutting my power off. And to live like that for four or five years, it drains you and it, it eats away at you because the it's always like, hey, I'm out of money again. I'm out of money again and I'm out of money again. But you also understand that you know, the, the business was still growing at the time, the revenue was going up, but why was I not making money? So it was the education of I was doing the wrong things with the money that was coming in and I was spending it in places where I shouldn't have, where there was no ROI and, and different things. And then, you know, not until the pandemic, that was kind of our, our launching point when we sold the mask business and sold all that stuff was the first time in my five or six years of being an entrepreneur where I had a cushion and I lived off of the money we made for the, for the mask business for over a year. And and now it's like, man, the clothing business, we're great. I have money in the account. If we don't do anything for a couple of months, it doesn't even hurt me. And now I could focus on building a business. And that's the stage that I'm at now, which just feels incredible. We're getting ready to hire a dude in Nashville, looking to hire some people in Florida now and now start building. But people don't understand at the early stages of business, the shit that you go through, the psychology, the battles that you have with yourself. You could share that story with your family that you're super close with or your friends. They don't understand how hard it is. No, they don't. I mean, it's, and there's it, nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, it, it's there. It's a, you know, it's a day to day grind. I mean, the, the things that, I mean, the things that I hear and the things that I see, you know, People don't understand. I mean, you know, I, I have to take this stuff home with me. You know, it's a it's it's all night long. I mean, it's you know, and, and that's the thing is, you you know, you just got to you just got to like deal with it and, and keep moving with it because it, it is it is, um, you know, it's 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 crazy. I mean, it's the pandemic. What it, what it did for me, though, is like like you said, it it it, it kind of gave you that cushion. Mm -hmm. It did the same. I mean, so the pandemic was. It was a nightmare and like not, not a success, but you know, it gave me a, a cushion, you know, to, you know, so obviously March, you know, I, you know, I, I was open, my taco shop was open. Yeah, let's, 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 before we dive into yeah. this, so, so you were, you're, you're delivering bread for nickels, delivering bread for nickels, hustling all that stuff. Yes. Um, you, you, you start breeding the, the, um, okay. So here I'll go, I'll go with it. Okay. Yep. So I breed these dogs and, um, Takes a, takes way longer than I knew. Made a couple mistakes, you know, because w whatever in the process, I ended up making some money on it. I take that money, and there's a house in my neighborhood that a buddy of mine owns, and I'm, I hear through the grapevine he wants to sell. His parents. I end up meeting with this his dad like 13 times with this 
East Liberty McDonald's. Like saying, like, if you're selling it, I want it. Like, I'm ready, da-da-da-da. Finally, he, he, he sells me this house. So I don't have all the money. So I get a buddy of mine's mother to come in with me. And we buy the house. We bought it for, like, maybe $55,000. It's a big, it was, a, it was split into a duplex, mm-hmm. the Morningside. So it was probably, like, eight houses down from the house I grew up in. And... We get the house and it is, it's a, it's a wreck. You know, it's stuff in there from, for 40 years. He kind of took what he, they pieced out the family stuff yep. and they left everything. Which I'm, I was fine with, I was just happy I got the house. So it was like a first floor apartment and in, in like a house up there. I, I, you know, it took me 18 months to, so I get into flipping houses. I know nothing about it. So it went from the bulldogs to flipping houses. It went to buying a house to flip it. Yeah. Yes. So. I didn't know anything about it. Um, you know, I was watching HDTV every... At that point, this is probably five years ago. Yeah. And that's that's when all that stuff was super popular, right? Everybody was... It was it was before the boom, yep. but it, you know, like, it was before, like, the Lawrenceville boom. So this is Morningside. Property value is going up. And um, I'm like, you know, I'm, let's see, you know. So I get the house. Um, I take the money. All, so... We buy this house, me and my buddy's mom. We're, we're kind of fixing it up. Um, you know, I take out, I'm maxing out credit cards. I'm doing everything I can. You know, we, we kind of found people along the way. I always got a guy for something. You know, I'm, I'm that guy that can always find a guy for, for something, electrical, you know, whatever. So, you know, this process takes, it ends up taking about 18 months to flip this house. I mean, fighting people you know what was your initial target so i wanted you know we thought this house would be worth like 200 some thousand we might put like you know 50 to 75 in it two 250 we that's what we thought what about time frame three months <laughs> i mean let's be realistic i mean we thought that this, what i was gonna say this would this was a three month thing yeah so it's just you know we had a we had like a a towel guy come in Tell us he's going to do it. He starts it. We give him 2500 Never comes back. I mean, there is definitely, you know, ups and downs to this stuff. I mean, that that's not the first or the last time that, that situation has happened. So so we're doing this house flip, and um, I get a call from a buddy of mine that there's another one for sale in Stanton Heights up the road. It's fifty grand. i am like, man, I, I want to get this other one. I'm broke. I'm literally broke. I, all my money's in this house. Like, you know, I asked the lady that I'm doing it with. She's like, no, I don't want to tackle another one. I call a bunch of people. No one wants to do it. So I ended up, I, I, there's an older dude at the gym that I met like a month before. He got a lot of money. And we're, we're cool. Like, we, you know, we're, we're always talking to the gym. And I'm like, hey, you know, his name's Jim from the gym. And I'm like, you know, you why don't you come see this project I'm doing, you know, there's another one I might have. If you're interested, maybe we can do something. He kind of sees what I'm doing. He knows, you know, I'm a straight shooter. So you had you progress know. already at that house by this time? Yes. Okay. So there was, it was probably like five or six months in. Okay. Not a ton of progress, but enough. Enough for uh, him to see the quality of work. To, yeah. Not even so much quality of work to see like there's stuff going yeah. on. You know, that, and I have guys that are, are able to do it. So we go see this other house. It's, you know, it's, it's just like an, it's an older house. I've convinced him to do it. He writes me a hundred thousand dollar check, writes me a hundred grand. So how, 
how I do it is I tell them that to secure you that you, that you don't know, you don't think I'm going to steal your money, the house will go in your name. So the only one that can get screwed here is me. So if you, well, good for you. so I said if you feel like you know I'm going to steal your money, I can't. The house is yours, but I'm going to I'm going to spend your money on the house. The house was worth hundred grand as it sat already. I got it for fifty. You know, so nice house, Stanton Heights, easy. He trusted me. We ended up. Me, he never even, you know, he never came in. I mean, you know, so he was the money guy. You're the work guy. I'm fine with that. Yep. Which, which I can't screw a screwdriver. I don't, I don't do nothing. You yeah. know, I just, I kind of like get the gist of how much things should cost. Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, realistic with, with, with numbers. Barely can read, but I, I, I know my numbers. Yeah. So, I buy this house, get him to give me the money, flip it and sell it within six months, while the other one's still going on. I sold the house for like 215 grand. Good for you. We split the profit. You know, he kind of gives me a check and I went around my way. So that was like the first bit of real money I've ever had in my did life. The, did the friend's mom, was she like, what the fuck? She was kind of, um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that whole process was, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a younger kid, like, you know, doing this with, you know, you know, 58, 60 year old woman. So, you know, it, it was a little, you know, her, her she had a, a husband at the time. He was a little older and, you know, it's hard to believe like what I'm saying. I never done it before, mm-hmm. you know, so I did the Stanton Heights house. I made like 50 grand. So now I got a little bit of money. I'm paying, you know, at least be able to pay my credit cards off. So we, we kind of keep going with the other house in Morningside. Now, like I said, I mean, this is just, we're, we're pretending like we know what we're doing, but it's working. You know, we got a couple good people that kind of knew what they were doing. It was an 18-month journey. It was fights. Like I said, me and her didn't talk after, um, you know, whatever. It's it, it's life, you yeah. know. But we sold the house for $400,000. It was, you know, in Morningside at that time, it was, you know, the highest house that ever sold. So that's pretty cool, dude. That's really cool. You know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, trying isn't isn't always a bad thing. You know, I mean, we we didn't, you know, we spent a little bit more on the house, but I mean, still low two hundred thousands. You know, there was still a huge profit margin. Um, you know, and it was it was it was a learning experience that you know you don't have to be an expert on something to yeah. succeed in it. You know, and I feel like that's what sometimes people are scared to make that jump into, into you know, they, they're so stuck in their nine to five, they don't want to jump out of it because, oh, I don't know enough. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, because that nine to five is going to be there. Yeah. It's always going to be there. You know, but, you know, you, you don't want to be 80 years old like, I should have took that chance. Yeah. And then you, that's regrets on your mind for the rest of your life. That's, that's, the, that's my biggest form of motivation is like, dude, I'm 35, going to be 36 in the fall here. And there's, uh, you have one crack at life, man. Like it's one opportunity. There's and no redos. No, dude. And that's no reset <laughs> buttons, bro. And and I go down these weird ass paths of like. Then I, I sit on my deck at nighttime. I'm sitting by the fire, looking the sky, and I'm like, nah, they're aliens and all this other shit. And it's like, what? Do, the planet's been around for billions of years, and like we have no real purpose in life. They're like we're really useless beings on Earth. That we're just here for a blip of time and then we're gone. So I go down these paths in my mind all the time. And, and I think that's the creative weirdo in me as well, which is a benefit, but I just look at it. And I'm like, man, like I don't want to drive a, a, you know, a Toyota Prius or whatever, nothing against it. But like, I, I just, 
dude, I don't, I'm, I only got 40, 50 years of, of life left. Yeah, like I want to, yeah. so, so I look at things different and I, I'm a, I'm an optimist by nature. I think you have to be, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, right. um, I'll, you, you tell me the worst story in the world. I'm going to turn it into some form of positive just by changing the perspective on it. And I think that's the one thing that so many people don't understand. First and foremost, your mind is so much more powerful than you realize. The opportunity and the will that you have as a human being to make things happen and to get things accomplished, it's it's 99% mental and the work ethic's easy. How, how easy it is for you to get up, at, in theory, get up at 3 a.m., hustle all day long. It's just what you train your mind to do and, and what you want to get out of that time frame. And it's also what do you value your time at, right? You're not doing... 18 hour days, 16 hour days for 50 more years, your goal is probably to do it for a certain amount of time. Then the payoff is okay for the later part of my life, I'll still work, right? Cause you're always a hustler. That's just the nature yeah. of, of being an entrepreneur. But at the same time, like you get to pick and choose what you want to do when you want to do it. I mean, that, that is definitely my goal. I mean, my goal is to, I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, if I quit the, so, you know, I think these people think, you know, not even these people, you know, just, just as maybe as, as a person that's jumping into going into your own business that, you know, quit your job and let's try this. If I did it, it wouldn't be open anymore. You know, I, you know, paying my, paying me the money I made at Nichols, you know, the first year I would have never been able to, you know, so, you know, keeping that job was the best thing I could have done, yeah. you know, because I wasn't pulling from the business. You know what I mean? I was letting the business, I was able to feed back into the business and, you know, promote it and do whatever and not take a paycheck, you know? And, and that's, that's, a, that's one of the biggest things that, 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 you know, I'm, I'm the most happiest about that I didn't quit, you know? And then, you know, I, after the first year, I'm like, oh, I'm going to quit. And I didn't because the pandemic hits. And then I, I, you know, it's, you know, you, you, so you, you look, you know, go, even getting into, you know, so here. So after after I sell that house, I buy a building in Bellevue. It's on my bread route. I see it for sale. I want to do it. Oh, that's how you found it. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, so I deliver in Bellevue, and it was there. I drove by it every day. I seen it for sale. It's a big building. Um, so I wanted to 1033, exchange my money to not pay capital gains. I didn't own the flip for two years. Some stuff that I wish I wouldn't. This is stuff that no one ever taught me, yeah. you know, and I wish I would have known more like earlier in life. Yeah. But so I learned this stuff. And so I take my, my profit margins and I stick them into this building and I'll pay and I'll pay taxes. Building's rough, run down. There's eight apartments, three storefronts. Um, but, you know, it was it was still like profitable ish. You know, mm -hmm. it looked it looked like shit. It smelled like shit. Yep. The storefronts were terrible. Um and, and I didn't want to open a business. I mean, my I never, in my mind, a, a taco shop and restaurant, a daycare, you know, far-fetched maybe. You know, I wanted to, who doesn't want to open a bar? I mean, I think yeah. everyone wants to. Nightclub, bar, you know. But it wasn't like, it, that wasn't my goal to, to I need to, you know, I want to open up a restaurant one day. I never worked in a restaurant. Yeah. You know, I 16 years old, I washed dishes at a family restaurant. You know, but I never it was never a goal of mine to open it. So how the restaurant came to be is, you know, I buy this building. I got two open storefronts. The building's making enough money to kind of just get by. I'm in the process of like fixing the other apartments upstairs. So, so you bought it for the um, apartments first and foremost? As an investment property. Yep. You know, okay. so I wanted to, you know, the capital gains is crazy. So I wanted a building that could make me money. Yeah. 
you know, monthly. Um, and this one, I bought it. I mean, I got the building cheap, super cheap, hundred thousand bucks. So it was because Bellevue, any area wasn't where it was at, you know. So it was it was a hundred grand, um, one fifteen maybe. Um, so I buy the building. I'm still working now. I'm a landlord. Craziest, you know. I've had landlord being a landlord sucks too. I've had some of the craziest. So these these apartments aren't. They're they're like one bedroom efficiency, so they're cheap, five hundred, six hundred a month. So the guys you're getting are um, out of jail, off drugs, this maybe, hopefully off drugs. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, so I, I'm dealing with that, and a friend of mine sends me a post on the internet. There's like a page, a Bellevue page, a mom's page of of that area, and the page was. What business that that Bellevue needed next and what the people wanted. And Taco Shop was like 96%. So I'm like, dude, I'm opening a taco shop. I put I get I call my buddy, like, I need a banner that says tacos coming soon. The next day I put it outside. <clears throat> so I never worked in a restaurant. I never opened a restaurant. Uh I wasn't even sure if the if there was the bar wasn't even really a thing. I was thinking maybe like maybe do a brewery. I I, I don't really know, and you know it just kind of it kind of went from there. So, uh, I called probably thirty people to come in come in with me on on an investment. Everyone said no. You know they said Bellevue wasn't the right area, and um, you know it's just they didn't they weren't interested. Yeah. You know so. Um, it's just kind of you hear. I mean, it don't. It don't matter. You know, high school, college, already have done some stuff, successful a little bit. You're still no's never stop. Yeah. You know, but it. You know, if you're a weak person, it, it can stop you. You know. So I kind of figured some things out. You know, and once again, that 18 month kind of thing. It took me about a little over a year. You know, to get what I what I kind of wanted to. Um, you know, go and I, I did get an event, an investor with a, a lawyer buddy of mine, and um, kind of helped me through the process. With um, you know, so it was a fight to get Bellevue was dry for 150 years. They lifted their liquor ban in like 2016. I'm in 19, three years. You know, they only let two liquor licenses in. I'm. Going, I, I forgot about that when you told me that. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. So it was. It was. It was. Did a, you know that when you were said, "Hey, I want to throw tacos here," or did you not? So I knew that, the, you know, I knew it was like a dry town for a long time and the liquor just kind of came. That's why I was thinking about a brewery. It's a kind of a different avenue. And I thought maybe I could kind of squeeze it in a little easier. Mm -hmm. And then um, we just kind of, you know, thought the route like, you know what, let's just let's just go for it. You know, t tacos and tequila, you know, you it's a little difficult to do with the brewery. Let's just let's just go all out with it. And it was a fight. I mean, it was months. I mean, they held us up like six months to opening. Um, it took like another extra three months. We actually opened and the liquor license didn't come for like an extra two months. Um, but you know, that, that sign outside, like, you know, I'd be working on the building, painting the outside guys. I'd have people driving by like a fucking taco shop's never going to open. I mean, it was out, it was the sign. It's, you know, it, yeah. we, but, but, you know, that first week of what, you know, being open, I mean, there was a line out the door. Around yeah, the I remember corner. saying that, yeah. You know, so, you know, it was like a it kind of a good and a bad thing. It, it, it gave people, you know, 
they were on their toes waiting for this thing to open, you know, garage doors in front. And, you know, even, you know, even during that process of, of, of renovating that space, you know, you, you know, I had a plumber come in, you know, give me specs of what it's going to be. It's going to be seven grand. Okay. How much you need up front? And I don't like, I don't like giving money up front because I got burned before I give him 3,500 anyways. He never come back, you know? So it's, it's, it's the process you learn. I mean, it's, it's never going to stop, you know, but it doesn't make me bitter at any ways. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta test the waters, you know, every which way. So, you know, the taco shop, you know, opens and, you know, you, you, you hit it running. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was a crazy first year. And once again, like I, I, I didn't know, I don't know if I still know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, realistically, you know, every day is a new venture. Every day is, you know, I learned something new. You know, I, I don't mind sweeping the floors. You know, I, I'm no, I'll, I will never be an absentee owner of any business I own. So, you know, I'm in there with them cooking on the line. I want them to know that, you know, I'm not here to just make money, yeah. which I don't. You know, people think, you know, you open a restaurant, you made a million dollars. You don't. Yep. You don't make any money, you know, but... I'm, but you guys, I'm, everyone here is making money, yeah. which I'm happy to. I mean, the first year I had 25 employees. I mean, 25 people were eating off of what that's, I created. Yeah, that's a great feeling, man. It is, you know. So it was a great feeling, and, and, and these people were eating because of me, you know. And, but I'm, you know, I'm, I have a job, and that's, you know, and that's like kind of what I wanted them to see that, like, you know, just because you, you own a business and, and, and I'm employing all these people, it's not like rainbows and butterflies, you know. When you see me come in, I have nickels on my shirt, and I, and I'm, I, I just got off work, mm-hmm. you know. So it, I just want to, I wanted you know them to see that like, it's humbling to know that like I'm still here next to you cooking and cleaning and 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 you know doing things that like you, the same things you would do I'm doing, you know. And, and and that's what I wanted to bring to the table that, you know, that you know I, I'm here with you working, you yeah. know. So. If I'm if I'm if I'm willing to do it, I, I you know I hope you guys are too. Yeah, I, I think that's the you know the one thing that I always try to preach to people when they're trying to build something is like you lead from the from the front, you don't lead from the back, and I think that is such a valuable piece of advice because when you lead from the front, you're leading by example and you're showing people that you're not too big or too good to do something because if you if you set the mindset that way in the beginning where you are. You're never going to get the right help. You're never going to get the right right people, and you're never going to get the right work ethic. And it's still hard to get all those as is. Now you just put it even harder, and you get the wrong people that the business is gonna is gonna struggle even more. I mean, I think the respect they, they don't they don't respect you. You know what I mean? They just think that you know you got this money and they're beneath you. Right. And you know that's that's not the case. You know because, you know, you know what I've done so far in life, which you know, is. You know, it's cool. You know, anyone can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've had a car repossessed. I mean, I, I failed out of college. Yep. You know, I barely graduated high school. I, you know, there's no college degree here. It's just when you fall, you get back up and you keep trying. I mean, anybody, you know, these people say, I never had the opportunity. I, I guess I kind of understand it, but, you know, make your opportunity. Yeah. You know, it's no one, no one's handing me anything. You know what I mean? There's, I don't have a, a rich uncle that, that, that started my business or, you know, I, my dad left me all, all this money. It's, it's, it's hearing no so many times that you just keep going till you hear the yes. Yeah. And then once the yes hits, then, you know, you kind of get lucky and another one hits. I mean, should I be where I'm at? Probably, you know, 
realistically, I, no, probably not. You know, I probably shouldn't be if, you know, if, you know, you followed the stars that, you, you know, you right. are, I, I shouldn't be yeah. where I'm at, you know, but you change your stars up a little bit and you, you know, be okay with working two jobs, you know, for a long period of time and, you know, not, not settling for a nine to five and, and just be, and, and, and I'm not saying a nine to five is, is a bad thing because, yeah. because it's not, you know, but it's not for me. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, so, so I look at it like there's a lot of value in a nine to five, right? It depending on who you are, what you want to get out of life, um, personality, all that stuff, risk to- tolerance. There's a million different things. Um, but at the end of the day, you're, you're there and you're going to get your couple percent raise every single year potentially. And, and that's, that's the life that you're going to end up living, which is fine. And there are days where sometimes I'm like, man, it would, it would be nice at five o'clock to stop fucking thinking about every single thing that I can't shut my mind off, dude. There will be times where I'm, it's, it's 2 a.m. and I randomly wake up. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I reach over, grab my phone. And I type a note in my phone. So I, I remember it. And then I go back to bed. And, you know, there, there's something to say for that. But I also love that. I love the fact that, you know, it's it's eight o'clock now on a on a what Tuesday. I don't even know what day it is on a Tuesday. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to go home after we finish recording this and I'm going to work till midnight and then I'm going to get up at five o'clock, four thirty, hit the gym and then repeat the day. And and I think what's the most rewarding part about that is I'm doing things that other people aren't willing to do. And again, I don't care what they're doing. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else. I'm comparing myself to my own journey, but I'm challenging myself to do something that I know the majority of human beings on planet Earth will not do. And it feels really good to say, okay, how can I be different? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's kind of, you know, where I see it. I mean, you know, I jump into things that I have no idea about them, you know, and I, I like to figure things out as I move. You know, I guess, you know, I don't even know what I would call myself, uh, you know, some someone that likes to, you know, start businesses and, and, and grow them and keep moving. Um, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I'm enjoying the ride that I'm on, you know, and, you know, getting in, getting into getting into things that, you know, I don't know much about and just and figuring them out. Yeah. You know, I mean, figuring things out as you go. And, you know, watching the process happen is, is, is glorifying. I mean, I love it. I love, I love, I love seeing, you know, the, the process work. If, if, if you grind and you work hard, you know, and you don't let little things, I mean, there's, there's been a million things that that could have got me off track, Mm -hmm. you know, relationships or, you know, you know how many times I've heard, you know, you work too much. Yep. You know, or, you know, you know how many times I've heard, like, you know, you care more about your business than you do me. What's your answer to that? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this has been a a recent conversation and it's, I've, I've worked 15 years to do, to get where I'm at. I'm this close to making it. Yep. I I haven't made it yet. You know what I mean? You you see a Range Rover outside that I didn't make it. You know what I mean? Making it is quit, quitting the bread job because I, I financially can't. It has to make sense to quit a job for me. Like there has to be another source of revenue that comes in that supplements that bread job. Yeah. You know, and and do I have it? Maybe, barely, not yet. You know what I mean? I, you know, could I do it? Sure. You I mean you could do you could you could do it. You know, but. I'm not ready yet, and I feel like I'm 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 so close yeah. to like getting over that edge, you know. But but I'm not there. So what 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 is what is your driving force or your motivation behind 
wanting to get up at 3 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever the time is to do the bread, the bread gig, and then, you know, risking your money, right, that you could put in the bank on that flip, and that's a cushion for a, probably a couple years to just relax on, um, and then taking that money and saying, no, oh, fuck it, I'm going to put it into this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to open up a, a, a nurse or daycare, right? Yeah. And so what, what, is, what is your motivation or what is your driving force to do all those things? Because... If you don't do a couple of those, you stop and you, you keep hustling the bread gig and you, you put the hundred, two hundred thousand or whatever into your bank, that's more than a lot of people have in their bank account. So what's your thought process or what drives you to kind of keep pushing? So growing up, um, you know, like I said, you know, I previously said, I, I heard the word no a lot. Like, you know, we, we didn't really go on many family vacations. We didn't even have the money. You know, I heard no, you know, and, you know, in my mind, you know, what I told myself is I, I never want to. I don't, I don't want to have to say, no, I can't do something because I don't have the money. You know, that, that will never be something that, that I say because, you know, it, it happened so much growing up, which like I said, my, the childhood was great. You know, I wouldn't change it for, for the world because it, it, it inst- what it instilled in me is things that I, I could never get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, that, you know, that, that's what put the grind in me today. You know, I heard no. I don't, I don't want to hear it anymore, yeah. you know? And, you know, during this process, you know, you know, I was able to, you know, so my, my, my grandma passed away four years ago, but, you know, before she had passed away, I was in the process of, of buying the house that, that, you know, we lived in. And her, her dream was the new kitchen and new bathroom. And um, the process was going. She ended up getting sick and, and passing away in, in, the, in that process. And that house is all remodeled now. And I own it, you know, and now my mother lives in it, you know, that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I was able to buy my mother a car, you know, it's not an Escalade, but it's a car. Yeah. You know, you know, my mother lives in a house that, you know, that, that I own that she doesn't have to pay for, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the goals, you know, that's, that is a goal, you know, and I hope, you know, in 10 years I can put her in another house even better, you know. I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for her. Yeah. You know, if she didn't sacrifice everything, and my grandmother too, like my grandmother is, you know, meant everything to me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And my aunt, I had three mothers, you know, which just p- extremely pushed me to be a good man, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's where some values aren't in, in people these days. You yeah. know, these women have just, they totally pushed me to be who I am. And, you know, giving back is, is kind of, of my motivation. Yeah. So, you know, that's the whole reason why, you know, couple months ago I, I did buy a daycare is you know have I made it no I haven't made it but you know I made enough to where I feel like you know if I can help people now yep. you know especially youth you know if I can change one life this kid you know might have never went to a, a football game a Kennywood I'm able to give these families Kennywood tickets yep. take your kids you know you, you know it's it's it, that's more glorifying than you know Absolutely. anything I've ever. There's done. no dollar value that you could put on that. No, so you know making money's great, but but changing lives or, or just helping people in the smallest way is is the most successful thing that I can I could ever do in my yeah. life, and that's what I want to you know that's that's the whole point of doing it you know I want to I want to I want to change some kids' lives if I change two or three kids during this journey you know. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I've had the, that statement happen to me before in the past. And it's like, you care about this more than more than family or more than a relationship or whatever. And I look at it from a lens that's very similar. And I'm like, you know what? 
I don't necessarily know if you could say I care about it more, but it's my number one priority in my life. And the reason it's my number one priority in my life is because I don't have money coming in unless I work, unless I hustle. So in order for me to survive every single day of my life, in order for me to get to where I want to go, my business has to be my priority. And then on top of that, I also have goals that when I do have a wife and then when I do have kids and when I have a family and when my kids have kids, that my job as the man in, in my family and my relationship is to provide for them. And it's to never have to say no to something because I couldn't afford doing something. And I'm not going to spoil my kids or my family. They're going to have a great work ethic and they're going to bust their ass. But I want to know in the deep, deep end of my heart that I can do whatever I want whenever I want. So is my business more important than anybody? Yeah, it actually is. But it's more important because the purpose or the vehicle of my business is to take care of the people that I love the most. And I think that is the most important aspect of business. And if you're a true entrepreneur with a good heart and a good mind, then on top of that, it goes to the trickle down effect to help other people out. Yeah, I mean, you know, my business has to be successful for me to do other things, you know, so that, you know, the daycare has to make me money to give back everything, you know, I, I, if I didn't make money, you know, I, I couldn't do the things I do, you know? So yeah, I mean, I, these things have to run the right way. I mean, are they the most important? Uh, yeah. I mean, they have to be, yeah. you know, they, they, they have to be because that's what I got 30 employees, you know, in the two businesses. I mean, they, they, they it has to be important. That's, you know, you know, they, they tell me this is the way, you know, this is how we eat every month, yeah. you know, so I got to make sure the money comes in. I, I have to make sure it stays open. You know, I have to make sure these people get jobs. And what I want to do is, you know, you know, the daycare that I'm in and I, I have learned my lesson before putting money into a building I don't own um, is not a, a, a thing that you should do. But when it's for kids, you know, and, and, and doing it for, for kids, I'm okay with it, you know. So, you know, the, the daycare I'm in, it's old. It's 40 years old, and um, it's been it's been open a long time. You know, I'm going in there and remodeling the whole thing, you know. All new paint, you know, ceiling fans, new floors. Ex I'm expanding it, you know, and it's it's to, you know, just, you know, so I, I, I go there. I'm Like I said, I'm, I'm very hands-on with every business that I, I, I want to partake in. So I stop at the daycare every day, you know what I mean? I, I want them to see nice, you know, male role models that, yep. that they can interact with, you know, and it's crazy. They'll come up and give you a hug. I mean, maybe they don't see that at home, you know, but what I also see is, you know, these families, like what they give these kids for lunch and, and, and it's sad, mm -hmm. you know, cause you know, the daycare is, is, is subsidized, which means it's, it's, it's a lot of government funding, probably, you know, 75 to 85%. So these families are getting free daycare because of their financial situation. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm not, I don't, I haven't earned it long enough to, there's different programs I can get involved with, with the state to, to help, to help more. And I, I have I'm not there yet. Within the next couple of months, I will be there. But, you know, you see like a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, they're there 10 hours, you know, so I make sure that, you know, there's fruit cups and we can, we can, we don't have to, you know, but we do, you know, we, we make sure there's other snacks for these kids. And, you know, within the next couple of months, I mean, the state does provide food. So, you know, these kids will have a good meal every day, That's awesome. you know, you know, cause you don't know if they're eating before and you don't know if they're eating after, but you know, at least when they're at your place, they're taken care of, Yeah. you know, and that's it's satisfying, man. Yeah. It's, it really is. It's, 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 
that's richer than you know that's it's yeah. more money than i can ever make just you know seeing that stuff you you can you can literally have all the money in the world and it doesn't matter but when you could see someone like that to the extent that you can help them and you know it's it's crazy we um you know for our fashion show every year we have a lot of children from children's hospital that walk and i've become super super close with one of the one of the girls and her mom and you know she just she just had her large intestine removed and she's 13 years old man and you know that her mom we talk all the time and she sent me the picture of her, her scar in the stomach dude and it just it breaks your heart and i just um last week or the week before i just asked her you know i i knew she was feeling better it was a it was a tough month after dude she yeah. were in a lot of pain they didn't think she was going to make it oh, we ended up doing a t-shirt sale and we ended up making about eight to ten thousand dollars for the mom which was such a i was like if we can if we can give them 500 bucks or a thousand bucks fantastic right it ended up being almost ten thousand dollars so it was just incredible and we sent them to um to uh the beach the year before just to get away and it was me derek and chris just for the marketing company we just took some money and said hey we want to send you guys there and you know I, I just asked her if she would walk in our fashion show this fall again and her mom sent me a video of her just jumping up in the air and it's like Dude, I don't care if I don't have a dollar in my name. The the fact that that girl, for that split second, knowing that she's going through some of the worst situations far more than I'll ever face in my entire life, at least up until this point, take it. Like, you, you deserve every single ounce of love. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way I feel. I feel like if, 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 you're, if your goals is just to be like a greedy person when you when you get it, it's terrible. But yeah. But I have seen, you know, money changes people. It does, man. You know, it does. It changed their, it, you know, it changes their outlook on life. It changes their personality. And, you know, you're getting, you know, from when I was broke, broke, broke to now, I mean, I, I have, there is, it's the same. Yeah. I mean, my responsibilities have gotten a little bit, you know, I, there's, I have more responsibilities now, but you know, it's, it's, you're getting, you're getting the real version of me. I mean, there's no, there's no fakeness. There's, yeah. You know, I'm not going to dress another, a different way now. I'm not going to talk a different way. I'm not going to act a different way because I, 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 what, I got a little bit more money. My car's a little bit nicer, you know, yeah. so, so be it, you know, I mean, you know, my biggest thing is just to be who I am and, and to stay humble on, on, it all could be taken away. Yeah. I think, I think what money does for people is, I think it exaggerates who you are and whether you're, uh, you know, an, an asshole and you get money, you're going to be a complete fucking asshole. If you're a good human being and you care about people, I think you're going to end up being a better human being and take care of more people with that. And that's my belief behind that. And, but I also think in just like anything, it's not a blanket statement because there are people that have been good people and then their circle changes. They start changing as human beings. They start acting like pricks when they weren't before. And I, I have seen that as well, but Man, you, you could lose it quicker than anything. I could, I could walk out of here tonight, get hit by a car, and it's all gone. Yeah, I that's mean, life, and that's you know that's kind of how I how I you know live life. I mean, it's 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 here today. I mean, the the chances I take are because I'm not scared to be broke again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not I'm not afraid of it. I mean, when you were there once, you know, and it's not like I'm like I said, it's not like I'm living this luxury lifestyle. It's just a little bit better than it was before. But, you know, I'm not scared to go back. I mean, so the chances I'm taking and will continue to take, you know, it's because I'm, I'm not I'm not afraid to go back. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid to lose everything on, on this journey. It's a cool journey. You know what I mean? It's 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 it, I've met a lot of cool people. You know, I've I've made friends in it. I've lost friends. You know, it, you know, you kind of it kind of is what it is, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, 
I feel like if you don't change who you are, you know, the people that, you know, know where you came from and see what you're trying to do. I mean, they're sticking by your side. Yeah. I think the, um, you know, with this entrepreneurial journey and this, even this podcast in particular, like every single guest that I've had on here, every single one of them was a risk taker in some capacity. And they're also all doing things different than a lot of other people. And I, you know, I look at my life, dude, I, you know, my, the, my bank account from 2017 tattooed on my arm, negative $86 and 40 cents. I'll never forget the day I went to the grocery store and I got declined and I went online. To, I was like, there's no way that's, that's true. Go online, check my, my online bank statement. And I see it. I was like, holy shit, I'm in some trouble, man. And it's like, but I'm like, all right, cool. I'll figure it out. Let's just keep pushing. And taking that risk that I did and draining all my money to do this and pursue this was the best thing that I ever had because I believed in myself. And I've also been in a situation where in my entire life, through every job I've ever had, starting at the age of 12, when I was painting our high school classrooms in the summertime and cutting the, the school grass and all that stuff to starting a, you know, a, a small landscaping business that I had five or six yards, whatever it was, you know, and then you go into my professional world, my first medical sales job, my first accounting, whatever, whatever it was, I never met somebody that I, that I worked for or that they were my boss that I said, Oh, this person can do better than I can. And that's the weird thing. It was like, I, I've always been like, man, okay, cool. Like he's good at what he does. But like, if I was in his position, I would do way better. And that was just kind of my like life lesson to say, you're not meant to work for somebody because I just knew I, I would dissect the situation. I would say, Hey, this is how they run their business. This is how they run the team that I'm a part of, or this is how they treat me. And I'm like, oh, I could do better. I could do better. I could do better. I could do better. And it's not a arrogance thing. It's, it's, in my heart of hearts, I just genuinely believe that I can do better than a lot of people when it comes to building something, giving guidance, giving direction. And I think a lot of that stems from because I just care. And I care to a level of, you're an entrepreneur, man. You have to put everybody before you, flat out. One thing I'm really struggling with right now, especially as we're, we're leveling to a different playing field right now, is I am really, really struggling with t putting myself first. And that's the hardest thing that I'm, I'm really going through a difficult time right now, man. It's, it's, it's not easy. And I'm, I'm like, okay, do I put it in my calendar? Like this is my two hour window where I don't do anything and I shut my phone off and I'm, I'm starting to understand the psychology of that because I'm getting busier now than ever. My time is far more value now because I'm being pulled in a hundred different directions and I'm really struggling. It's, it's difficult. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. You say that because, you know, so, um, just recently people tell me they had an anxiety. I'm like, yeah, but it ain't real. Oh, it's real. Oh, yeah. You know, a couple months back, like, you know, I'm, my chest is hurting. And, you know, I, I've, I've never really realized is, is, you know, I want to take care of everybody. You know, and, you know, family, uh, you know, friends, employees. You know, I want to make sure, like, everyone, it, you know, I, I always wanted everyone to like me, you know, because it, it mattered. You know, it, it, I wanted to, you know, my, in my life, you know, I wasn't uh, the smartest, you know. So, you know, my personality kind of, kind of, in high school, wherever I was, I, I made sure, like, I made friends with everybody. Because relationships, I felt like, went far. And I could use them relationships. So, you know, I treated people the exact way that I would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. I know it's, everyone says it. I, I took that, you know, I've used it for my whole life. You know, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm real with you. You know what I mean? I, I don't care if you're a guy that's making $10 an hour or a hundred million dollars an hour. You know, I treat you and talk to you 
with the same way that I, I would talk to anybody else. And, you know, I feel like that's, you know, that's the reason why, you know, I'm kind of I'm where I'm at, you know, because, you know, I, I've I never, you know, try to, you know, fuck anyone over in, yeah. in the past to get where I'm at. People have. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of people know, do, you know, and I'm not saying that I, I had to make decisions that were better for me than somebody else. You know, sometimes that, that, that just comes with the territory, right. you know, but, you know, I, I, I genuinely deep down, I just never wanted to, you know, fuck anyone over in, yeah. in the long run. You yeah. know, it's, it's just not it's not who I am, yep. you know, but the anxiety thing is is real. I mean, there's so much on, on your plate and that phone, you know, during this pandemic, man, it's, 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 you know, it's funny you say that, you know, I, um, I gained some weight during this pandemic yeah, me too. and you know, it's because I, you know, gyms were closed and this and that, and I can blame it on the pandemic as much as I want. I, n- I never took that time for me anymore. And recently I just started to take it back like yeah. an hour just leave, you know, let me do me. If it's at the gym or or wherever it is, I need that mental yeah. break just to shut down. That, so that's what one thing I've changed in my on my side of things. And this is only in the last month. I've been trying to fight it for the last two to three months, but I've only been pretty successful at it in the last three weeks or so. You know, I'm, I'm shifting my, you know, I'm not staying up till 2 a.m. anymore because um, I, I used to value that midnight till 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. time that I know nobody's going to talk to me. And it was like, you know, then I'm scrolling on social media, I'm messing around and you watch TV and, and whatever. And then I'm like, okay, there's something about the allure of the late night that I still love. So I still one or two days a week, I'm up really late. Okay. But what I'm really doing now is I'm shifting to that 5 a.m., 5.15 wake up and I try to get to bed by 10.30 or so, 10 o'clock, sometimes 11, but I still go to, I still get up at that 5.15. I, uh, first thing I do is I go downstairs and make a cup of coffee. I have this um, uh, yoga mat that I put in front of the fireplace, crank the fireplace on, keep all the lights off, and I just have that there. I downloaded this meditation app, so I put uh, 20 minutes of meditation on, and then I stretch on. I don't do yoga because I'm not good at it. I don't understand it, but I stretch. And that was my goal was, like, just get out and stretch. So I do that. So that's, you know, get down about 545 by the time I get situated, do that for half an hour, and then I go to the gym, and I'm doing an hour. And it before it was just doing, okay, I'm going to lift for, for today. And I hated lifting and doing cardio on the same day. But I'm like, okay, if I want to get to where I want to go, I got to do them both. So now I just started speeding up my workouts and making those more intense. And then for 20 to 30 minutes, that's all I lift for. And then I go right onto the treadmill and I do 20 to 30 minutes. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And I started doing boxing and Muay Thai and some other stuff, picking that up again. And I'm really forcing myself to use the the discipline to work out because there's something about cardio that really helps you because nobody likes to do cardio that extra five minutes on a treadmill when you're walking at an incline or or the boxing is very very mentally challenging but when you do that it exhausts you and it allows your anxiety to kind of to, to kind of sputter away. But dude, I, there have been days recently, man, where I wake up and I cry and I'm like, this is like, when am I going to get out of this? Like, how do I get out of this pain? And, and dude, mental health is real. Um, I, you know, there were times in 2017 where I just wanted to die. I took out an insurance policy and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if this, if, if something happens, I never would have hurt myself, right. but 
I started getting a little bit more careless about driving around or doing yeah. this. And, and I just felt so alone and so empty and I couldn't talk to anybody. Cause if I went to talk to my parents, it was, Hey, did you get a new job yet? Did you put your resume out there? And if I went to a friend, it's like, Oh, why don't you just go get another job? And it's like, no, you don't understand. Like this is my passion and this is my life and I'm not going to do those things. I mean, that's, you know, I, I say that a lot. Like you don't, you don't understand. I mean, which means, you know, what, you know, what I'm trying to build or, you know, what's going on or, you know, just the amount of, you know, stress on a day-to-day basis. I mean, it's, it's hard enough having, a, having just a nine to five. I mean, my, my, that, that Nichols job is stressful. I of mean, course. you know, it's, it's the, it's the getting up, it's the staying up, it's, you know, and then, you know, um, 11 o'clock at night, I'm closing the restaurant. You know, because help is hard right now, you know, with the pandemic. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing the bread route. I, I get done. I, there might be, I might have to run the restaurant depot. I might have to run, I mean, I have to run to the bank and deposit the checks, whatever it may be. You know, then I, I go to the daycare. I do my lap around there, making sure the day-to-day activity is good. You know, make sure they see my face. No, no, you know, kind of what's going on, what I want. If we have to hire someone, you know, kind of the day-to-day thing. I go to the shop kind of the same thing, overview with my manager, what I want done. I'm, I'm in there. What's, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, that's my day. I leave there. I go home. I take a nap, you know, kind of rejuvenate, get something to eat. I'm back at the taco shop six o'clock and I'm usually in the kitchen cooking, you know, six to nine, you know, it's, it's a very nine out of 10 people don't want this life. Yeah. You know, it's not glorious. Yep. It's, a, it's an empty feeling sometimes. It is. I mean, my day is, you know, is so structured, you know, structured, structured, my, you know, a, a buddy of mine, you know, even, you know, today he's like, you know, I'm, I'm coming down the shop. I'm, I, my, my day is so right now is it, it is so my windows are so small that there's, there's not much free time, you know, going to dinner at night. Sometimes there, there's no time. I drink protein shakes throughout the day. Like that's that's what I've been doing as well for the diet. Is I'm I don't have time to stop. I'm running. I'm gunning, dude. I I don't have time to sit down. It's like, what are you having for dinner? Like literally, I don't care. Like I, a yogurt. I I eat yogurt, protein shakes. I have eggs, hard boiled eggs as a snack, and like I'm I'm going. Yeah, I mean, too much shit going on. I'm trying to like you know I'm trying to get mentally tough now. Yep. You know I mean physically tough. You know, going through the motions of all these businesses. You know, just like yourself. We're, we're there. Yeah. You know, it's figuring out, you know, when, you know, I know you got two or three businesses you're doing yep. now and when they're coming from all ends and, you know, maybe this one's not working as good and this one's doing great. It's how to like manage them all together. And sometimes like your mental toughness is just, it fails sometimes. It's, and, it, and it's allowed to, right? Like that's, yeah. that's the one thing, man is, is, and that's why another thing that I do is I have a core group of people and, you know, my, I always post about my attorney, Rocco Coza. He's my right. business partner for some other stuff and just a great friend. He's but, actually my buddy's neighbor. Oh, uh, no shit. Yeah, he's up, a, in, up in Carnegie. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good dude, man. Yeah. You, you, you should talk, reach out. He's a, we meet, dude, and we just talk about the shit we're going through. And I have a couple other people. It's like coffee once a month, lunch or dinner once a month. Rocco and I, we just left the other day. And I'm like, dude, hey, this isn't enough, man. I was like, every two weeks, let's do breakfast. And every two weeks, let's do dinner. Um, because I don't want to take the evenings and stuff. Right. Like, I, I have shit going on. He's got shit going on. But 
to surround yourself with people and put yourself in a circle um, of other people that understand, man, is, is, is crucial. And, and I think that's a, a different stage that you need at a different stage in business, too. Yeah, I mean, like my my out, I guess it is, is so I, I'm, I'm on the bread, you know, doing the bread thing and I have my headphones in and, you know, I'm calling I'm on the phone all day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, I so while I'm delivering bread, I am doing my business deals all day long. I mean, so my headphones are in and I'm just business talking. I can do what I do. Um, And and that's kind of how I get through what I'm getting through, you know, but, you know, I also, you know, my, you know, you know, my next thing that, you know, I kind of want to do to give back. And I was mentioning this to you, you know, a while back is like doing something like a once a meet, once a month meeting rate with a, you know, trying to get like youths or people that are, are afraid to take that jump into, into business that, you know, some people, you know, people like us are, you know, people that have been in business or trying to do business that, or have failed, you know, like a nice meet and greet and kind of talk of, of different angles and things like that. I think there's not enough of that stuff. Yeah. Around. You know, I mean, if I, if I had that, you know, two years ago, you know, maybe I wouldn't have made some of the mistakes I made because someone could have, you know, kind of helped me through the way of, Bro, don't you know? Don't do that. I mean, maybe go this way or, or advice to try these different things, and that's something that I want to, you know, kind of do. I mean, yeah. I think it, it's it is nice to you know meet people that are doing the same things as you. It make it makes it real, right? It does. It makes it, and it makes the goals that I still have achievable. Yeah. To see guys that are are ten million, you know, yep. t- ten million or ten restaurants or or whatever, you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis. I don't. You know, there's always more to achieve, you know, and that's, and that's kind of where I'm at. It, it, I'm, I'm not happy, you know, you you know, I've, I've been asked like, when, when is, when's enough enough? And I'm like, never, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't answer that. I mean, you know, you always got something on your mind. Like you're always thinking what's next. Yeah. I mean, I I like growing. Yeah. I mean, I do. I do like thinking what's next because once you're stagnant, they're catching yep. the race you lost. You know, if when you're stagnant and not moving anymore, they're beating you. Yep. You know, you know, if, if this is a marathon and you you stop running it, everyone's catching up yeah. to you. And that's kind of how, you know, you, you can't slow down. You know, you you know even if you do it's just it, it has to be, you know, it has to be at, at the right times and it's all strategic planning. You always have to do it. Yeah. You know, being in the position that we're in. Yeah, for sure. So I guess, man, you know, kind of in, in concluding everything here, I want to respect your time and everything, you know, talk to me about, you know, if someone's listening and they're like, Hey, I I'm doing something now. I got my job that I'm doing and, but I have an idea or I have a passion or I think I want to try something, you know, how much has that changed your life? from the better and what would you kind of say to somebody that's like, Hey, wh- wh- how, 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 is it worth it? Right. So, you know, I guess, you know, when I was doing it, you know, a lot of people maybe like not even so much laughed at, but like, what do you, what do you know about a tanning salon? What do you know about a restaurant? I've heard that so much. Um, and, and, you know, I'd be like, you know, not much, but I'm still open in it, yeah. you know? So, if deep down inside you want to do something, if you know it or, or if you don't, you know, research it, you know, make sure it's something you want to do. And I feel like you have to at least try to achieve your goals 
you know, your, the best of your ability, you know, and, and don't ever give up. I mean, so my, my thing, something else that I like to tell myself is, you know, you can't fail if you never give up. So I'll never stop. So there's no, there's, there's no way to fail, you know, I'll keep on grinding and I'll keep on moving just because one aspect of something didn't work. You didn't fail, you know, something failed. You didn't, you know, and that's, that's kind of the way I, you know, I want to, you know, kind of live life, you know, is, 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 you know, every little defeat doesn't break me, you know, cause you know, you know, people, you know, these people, you know, they own multiple businesses, Donald Trump, he has a hundred of them just because three go bankrupt. He ain't broke. He's never going to be broke, you know, and you know, that's kind of how, you know, I see it. I'm not saying I like Donald Trump. No, no, yeah, I, yes I, or no. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, we got to say that, unfortunately, yeah, in this day and age. Know, yes or no, I'm not saying if yeah. I like him or not. Right. But um, it's just, you know, it's just keep, you know, if, if, if someone's out there and, you know, they're, they're doing a nine to five and it's just not enough for them and they, you know, they think every day that, like, they need more and they want to do more and take the risk. Yeah. You know, it's even if it doesn't work out, you won't regret it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you have to do it. Yeah. I think that, and, and that's a great way to put it. I think, you know, when you, when you give something a fair shake and you give it an opportunity and you put everything that, if you truly put what you can into it and you really commit and you really give it a try, the only thing that you're going to lose is not doing it. Right. So you, by doing it and default of doing it, you already won because the the life lesson you're going to get from that, the experience that you're going to get, the per, uh, perspective or prerogative on a situation, it's all positive and it's all growth for you. And I think that's the, the value added side of things is like, dude, if I didn't, if I didn't start at 23 years old, trying to make a necktie company that we were so, selling neckties, to golf course pro shops all over the country with three business partners that didn't give a fuck about anything and didn't try, it would have never led to the prop or not, which would have never led to the suit business, which would have never led to the marketing company, which would not have led to, you know, we're putting together an investment group now. We're putting together some other things. Like, dude, now it's it's just fun. It sucks at times, but it's fun. You know, here's my thing is with that is, is it, it, do you feel if in your mind, if you only did this because, so so, you know, what I want to, you know, I guess my message is, is if you're doing it just to make money, don't, don't do, do it. it. You know, if, if you're getting into something because you think it's going to make you a millionaire, don't no, stop. Not worth don't, it. Don't, don't stop your, your, what you're doing already yep. because it's, there's, there's such a slim chance of, of it, of it, of it happening. And if you think you're, you know, you get into this business and, and in a year everything is, is great and you have the house on the hill, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. So if you're, if your biggest feat is just to become rich and famous yep. or, or, you know, stop working and retire. Yeah. It's the chances are, are very slim. Yeah. You know, th- don't make that your main concern of, 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 of quitting everything else. Yeah. I think, and I think that's a, that's kind of a great way to, uh, to wrap it up here is like, look, there's gotta be some form of motivation or purpose. That's far bigger than a dollar value that you have in your life. And any business that I've ever started, it never, it never stemmed from, Hey, I want to hit a million dollars in sales or I want to make $10 million or I want to do 20 million. It it came from, uh, there's a problem and I want to put a solution to that problem. And through that, it led to other opportunities, other businesses, and also a successful clothing business that now becomes a feeding tool for my marketing company and, you know, networking and all those other things. And and I think you hit it on the head. You know, if you're out there listening and you're trying to make something happen or you're, you're interested, you don't, first of all, you don't have to dive in fully. You could slow play it a little bit, test it out, test the water, put your foot in and, and then, 
then you make a decision and you ex, uh, assess it and say, okay, I think there's some potential here. Then you put a little bit more time, you put a little bit more effort into that. And then you get to that point where whenever it makes sense, you either jump or you get fired and you're forced to jump. And, and that's how you figure it out. So um, I appreciate you being on, man. This was cool just to kind of dive in a little bit more. I think, you know, we have such a similar mindset on life and obviously we have a lot of mutual friends and I, I knew that was going to be the case. And we've talked a handful of times, but I just, I appreciate other people who are willing to share their story because like you said earlier with these little kids is if you could help one life and change one life, man, you've already done more than other people. And I think we live in such a world where people are so focused on the, the now, 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 like we talked about and, and the, the, the glitz, the glamour, the high end cars and all that stuff, but all that stuff's bullshit, man. And the, the true purpose of life is just living life daily, treating people with respect, doing what's right, making sure you could provide it for yourself and your family. And then anything else on top of that is just a bonus. So. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, you just gotta, you know, continue the, the, the journey, stay on your grind, you know, and, don't get don't get off track. I mean, they just just keep your head down and keep moving. Don't let people affect you on comments or you know. There's gonna be people that talk shit and yep. they're gonna hate on what you do. It's gonna happen. It's always gonna happen. But you know, let it in one ear and out the other, and just you know, if you continue to be you and 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 who you are. Nothing's going to stop you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. And one more just to conclude. It's interesting you said that. When I started this business, I have uh, I started two things on my on my cell phone. One is a social media slander folder. And then the other one in, is in my email, and it's called the Smile File. And I use both of those. And any, I've been told that I'm a piece of shit on social media from fake profiles, that I should die, that I'm judgmental, blah, blah, blah. And then on the other hand, other hand, I have people that have a list of emails from people that said, you've changed my life. I have fifth guys in their 50s and 60s that reached out to say that you, by me watching you hustle has changed my life. I have celebrities that have said, dude, this stuff that you've done is incredible. And then I have everyday people that just say, thank you. It's cool to watch somebody do something. It motivates me to be better. So I'll take all that over the social media slander all day long. And, you know, guys like us just continue to fight and continue to win. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for yeah, being man. on. This is going to be a good episode. And, uh, you know, best of luck with all the business ventures that you have. And we'll have, have you on at some point in the future just to kind of do a, a recap as those things get rolling. Appreciate it, man. Thanks all right, a lot. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Check us next week for another episode. And uh, appreciate all the uh, the following. If you can leave some reviews, share, um, get the information out there, man. We're just trying to provide a lot of good information, good perspective, and some different ideas for people out there just trying to change their lives. So. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night.